Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna Podcast. Father's Day is Sunday, and so I got my dad on the phone because I wanted to ask you, Dad, when was a time that it was really difficult to be my dad. Oh, gosh. Teenage years. He went from my sweet little buddy to a teenage girl. Oh. That's when the problems started. So, okay, so let's say she was like 13 or 14. Can you think of a go, time? Go up a little higher. 17, 18. Yeah. There it is. Bingo. Um, where something went wrong and you thought to yourself, you and your wife thought to yourself, where did we go wrong with her? Gosh, yeah. Well, Anna, Anna wasn't a very good liar. She always got caught. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, she would, she'd be like, I'm spending the night over, you know, my friend's house. Yeah, okay. And then next thing you know, I'm picking her up at the police station for breaking curfew. Oh, and so so you get the call. (laughs) When you got the call from the police and they said, come pick your daughter up, did you think to yourself, yeah, we knew something was up? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, we could tell when she's lying. She says she's over, you know, her friend's house. I'm thinking, yeah, right. Yeah, were you, Dad? Are you talking about the night that you drove by my friend's house and had me wave out the window? Uh, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Wait, had her friend wave out the window like we're gonna think that it was really you. My friend had black hair, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we had to park down the street. And she opens the window and waving at us like. And I'm like that. It's not Anna. I'm like, How did this stupid. work? Where were you when this happened, Anna? I was in Clifton. Okay, so so you had to like call your friend and say my parents are going to drive by, pretend to be me. Yeah. Yes. And Ron, what did you do and when she, that? She, <laughs> well, we I knew it wasn't her, right? We well, she wouldn't answer her phone after that. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Until they got so the phones call. were good and bad. It's you know it was good because you could get a hold of them, but if they don't answer, then you worry. Well, it's always easy to find them once they end up at the police station. (laughs) Yeah. That's the good news. Right. Easy to narrow down. Luckily, it was only a curfew thing and nothing worse. Was that the same night as the waving incident? That was the same night, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a... You just really had a blowout kind of night. Yeah. A series of events. Well... I mean, look, I turned out all right, Dad. Right? Right. That's right. (laughs) That's what your mom and I kept thinking, yeah, that's just teenage years and she'll grow out of it. And you you did. Can I ask one more question while we have you on the phone, sure. Ron? Sure. What do you think about Anna just <laughs> spilling the family business on the air all oh. the time? Is oh, it- I, <laughs> yeah, her mom's not as happy with it. But Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I have friends out there who know my business now. Oh, <laughs> Oh, but yeah. that's, that's okay. We don't do anything bad. So. All right. We don't do good. anything 
Ron, <laughs> the whole city knows about your beekeeping yeah. operation at this point. I know. You know, we Yeah, know. I'm an amateur. Nothing oh. nothing is off. No, it's usually all said in a, a very nice way. But. Yeah. I, I, I know. I listen to you guys all the time. So, yeah. Well, Dad, I just want to say uh, sorry about the teenage years, but I do love you so much, and happy Father's Day, and I'm excited to see Bye. you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, thank you, Ann. Yeah, love you, too. So later on tonight, at Lori's Roadhouse in Westchester, Gary Lavox, who is the lead singer of Rascal Flats, all of the songs you know from Rascal Flats, think of them. Uh, you've got uh, What Hurts the Most, Bless the Broken Road. I, bless the Broken Road. Here, here's like another classic example, like Life is a Highway. Yep. This is Gary Lavox. Listen. That's Gary. This guy, right? Gary. He's going to be at Lori's Roadhouse tonight. He's going to be performing. He's going to be singing, I bet, every single Rascal Flat song. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, but tickets are on sale, and we would love to see you up there because me and Anna are going to go up there as well. You've got a friend coming in from out of town yeah. and all this stuff. But what we do when me and Anna go up there, we also bring the artist on stage. We go on stage, you know, for all these concerts. Just like like for Shannon Doe. It was like, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Shannon Doe. And everyone's like, yeah. We get up there, hype everybody up. And yeah. We're going to do that for Gary tonight. But Anna has a little stage fright. Yes, I do. And um, how are you feeling right now to, in this very moment, the fact that we're talking about the fact that you're going to go on stage in front of all these people tonight? Are you anxious? Y yes. And this is the first bit of anxiety that I've felt so far tonight. I've been good all day, but just starting to talk about it, it and realize it's happening is like... Ooh. I just don't. I just don't enjoy doing it. I don't talking on the radio is different because mm -hmm. we're in this little room. So a couple of months ago, in these instances, what I do is I say, you know what, Anna, we're going to try to help you get over your stage fright. I'm going to give you a word that you have to work into your introduction, and then you give me a word to keep it fair. But the thing is, to make this interesting, the words have to be different or uncomfortable. Like a word you had to do in the past, I believe was um, was it secrete? It's secrete. I gave you the word once of seepage. Seepage and yeah, uh, uh, eruption. Er, eruption and, and then dongle. dongle. Yeah. yeah, those are a couple of the words. Okay, so we're going to have a new set of words tonight. These will be set on stage. Oh, man. Would you like to give me your word or the other way around I'll first? give you your word first. I already know that yours is going to be not kind to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Jesse, what word do I have to stay on stage to bring Gary Lavox on? You will need to say the word squelch. Squelch? Yeah. Um, like, okay, uh, yeah, squelch. so what's the uh, definition? It sounds here? like squelch. something part of like a police scanner. Squelch. Squelch. No, <laughs> uh, this has, brings to mind imagery of mud and sticky things. All right. Squelch. Squelch. <laughs> okay. Wish me luck. Yours is Worcestershire. <laughs> I can't even say that word. What would I? Worcestershire? Is it Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Well, I have it. Um, I have it pulled Worcestershire. up. I have it pulled up. This is how they say that you're supposed to say it. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. So it is, they have it in three different uh, like syllables here. Like wuh, then st, and then sure. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Or as they say. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Good Jesse, luck. How are you going to work in Worcestershire <laughs> on stage for Gary Lovox? I, I mean, I know oh, how no. I would do it. I'd be like, hey, can I get it? Uh, hey, bartenders, pour me a shot of tequila with a a chaser of Worcestershire. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what? If that's what you do, you will accomplish your goal. 
Uh, and mine will be, I'll be like, squelch. Yeah, squelch that. Give me another one. <laughs> it's not going to make any sense. We got to look up the definition. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Well, 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 looking here. Anna's turn to answer a question out of our truth jar. This is the honesty portion of our show. Can't trust really anything else we say during our show, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. True. But we do demand honesty. We have a jar in here full of questions, and they're vulnerable types of questions. We pull one out, we ask the other person the question, and we take turns. But today is Anna's turn. Anna, name something embarrassing that has happened to you at work. Mm. Oh, we work in radio, so I feel like embarrassing things happens all all the time. You know, for like bits for the show. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I do. When I first started out in radio, though, like this was my first job. I was going to be on a morning show, and the my boss was introducing me. And my co-host at the time, like for the very first time on the radio, and okay. he's like, hey, these two are going to come in and they're going to be the new morning show. You know, here they are. I had no idea where he was going to go with anything. He didn't tell me ahead of time. And he says, Anna, I want you to kick it off by telling me the most embarrassing story that you can think of about yourself. Ugh. And I froze because we're live on the radio. So I don't have time to, uh, well, uh, so the only thing that popped into my head was a time when I was a child and my uncle had this trailer hitch <laughs> uh-huh. in his garage. And I remember I had on these bright green pants. They were my favorite pair. I was a little kid, right? And I don't know why I decided to go sit on the trailer hitch. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. And, and so when I got up, I had like oil and grease all over my green pants. And I'm like walking around like that. And my, you know, my uncle's like, what the heck is on your pants? You uh-huh. know? And and then he realized, he's like, what were you doing on the trailer hitch? Like, I was rubbing my butt around on the trailer hitch. I don't know. I don't know. I was a little kid. But that was the story that I told to first introduce myself. Oh, that's the one you did. On the radio. So th- these people who are going to hopefully become listeners, the first thing they ever hear about me is how I rub my butt on a trailer hitch as a little kid and got grease on me. And that was all I could That's think what of. you led and with. So you led with that story. Yes. So that's the, the, the greasy butt story. The greasy butt. And so I couldn't live it down for the entirety of working in radio out in Indiana that everyone would bring that up. They'd be like, remember the trailer hitch story? And I'm like, oh my gosh, why is that what I chose? Oh my talk? gosh. They're like, <laughs> all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is that what it was like in Cole Rain? <laughs> I don't is know. Is that what I'm was like, happening What were you doing on the trailer hitch? I'm like, I don't know. You're no like, you had nothing more than that? <laughs> 
that's that's what came to mind. I mean, what would you do? You know, someone's like, quick, tell me the most embarrassing thing you can oh, think of. Oh man, I mean, I have a story. Yeah, uh, but uh, it was, yeah. I don't know. I would not like to be put on the spot like that. I would no. have frozen up. I would have not done well on the air, and I probably would have shortly been after out of a job. You did really well <laughs> for somebody put job. on the spot. No, I used to be so scared to talk on the radio when I first started. Really? 20, whenever that was. Well, I was scared, but. No, like I would freeze up and wouldn't, I'd be like, uh, like I couldn't talk. Like the switch to talk got turned off. Oh my gosh. It was, yeah. I, there might as well have been like a million people staring at me. Really? Yeah. I. That's so funny because you're, you know. It took time. Yeah, now I feel like. As you, you know, I've been doing this for 24 years now. <laughs> no, okay, you never well, stop. Okay. All right. Who talks more than the other person? <laughs> that's a skill you've always been pretty good at, I'm pretty sure. Talking. <laughs> Chit-chatting. Blah, blah. Just saying everything. Mm-hmm. I saw that there is like a percentage of senior citizens that say they think if they got online and started sharing life advice, yep. they would probably go viral. Mm. And it made me think of Grover. And Grover, not because I think you are oh. a senior citizen, okay? But I do look, you're, you're my boss, you know, you're you're older. I look up to you, right? And so I thought of you and I'm like, Grover, if you could share one piece of life advice. Here it is. With Jesse and I, what would it be? Well, we got to break this down. They're categories. Do you want me to give you advice on your body, like physical? Or do you want me to give you advice about your career? Do you want me to give you advice about relationships? How about this? How about a piece of advice that you would give an 18-year-old that's graduating high school? Start saving your money. Yeah. Save your Mm -hmm. money. uh, Just a little bit out of each check. Not Like 20 bucks out of each check. You won't miss it. And boy, oh boy, will that add up. That would be my first piece of advice. Physically, I'd say take care of your knees, take care of your teeth. Um, I didn't take care of my ears, but I'm in radio wearing headphones my okay. whole life. But when you get older, man, you're going to thank me for your knees and your and your gums. Your, my my dad did not take care of his teeth, and he had to have some very, very painful oral surgery Oof. because of neglect, and, and he admitted it. It was on him. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. a literal piece of advice my dad gave me, too, when I was younger. He's like, take care of your teeth, because otherwise it's going to cost you a lot of money. And pain. Down the road. And it did cost him a lot of money. And pain. Insurance. Okay. It, no, his, his, uh, well, he's older now. His Medicaid or whatever he's on, he's 75. It did not cover. It's like, this is because you neglected yourself, apparently. And so Ooh. they did not cover this. Yikes. Okay. Well, I, I take good care of my teeth. Shout out Right Dental Center. What about those finances? Um, the money, that part is... Uh, you know what? Have you set up your 401k here at the radio station? Yes. Okay. I've had that going for a while. Uh, all right. Yeah, for You're years. actually doing better than a lot is of that, people. Yeah. I'd agree. That's pretty But I, I think because I don't see that money, it feels like there it doesn't go. exist. That's it. There That's you go. It. But if you were just to look at my bank accounts, you wouldn't be impressed. Well, I'm starting to fear for well, that $1,000 she said. I will tell you one more thing. <laughs> I did tell my daughter this. I said, because she's 24, she's all in love. They're going to get married, which is fine. He's a great guy. Love him. But uh, I said, listen, I know you don't think about this at your age, but I'm going to tell you, when you get married, you are marrying their entire family and vice versa. You don't think about it in your 20s. You're all in love and you got that love halo over both your heads. But man, as time goes on and marriage and the rubber meets the road, there's going to be a lot of stuff that goes on between Uh... their family and your family that... Um, put the stress test on your relationship. Well, just I guess Jesse and I could both take that advice. No, I we're think both, so. N- neither of us are married, so that seems like a it. That's not. 
perhaps a short-term problem. That's more of a long-term down-the-road problem. You got to think about it. I would just say, be, keep your eyes wide open. Be aware of that. I was not aware of that. It worked out fine, obviously, but you, it, things you don't even begin to imagine. And I know there are people right now looking <laughs> at their radio in their car, nodding their head. You preach, Grover. I know exactly what you're talking about, and he's absolutely right. This is why we called you That's in exactly here. I'm it. like, life advice, who do I think of? Grover. There you go. Well, not only that, and who would be willing to share it? Grover. Grover. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we called you in here. You should have seen the, his head kind of cocked to the side when you asked the question. He's like, oh, get I can help you with this. <laughs> what <laughs> category? <laughs> Anna, we've got Big Dave on the phone again. Hello, Big Dave. Uh, have I got one more shot at making Anna laugh with a dad joke? Well, yes. Although Jesse hasn't, like, Jesse hasn't left either, I don't believe. Well, well let's set this up real quick. Right. Father's Day's on Sunday. We're, we're like, how can we, here's, here's the behind the scenes, behind the curtain. How can we talk about Father's Day more in the air? Yeah. And I was like, okay, dads equal dad jokes, and dad jokes equal Big Dave. Yep. So here he is. This is how we've been doing it. And Dave originally had the goal to try to make me laugh, and because I thought Anna would be a shoe-in, and that's not really been the case, has it, Dave? No, I don't. neither one of you really laughed. Okay. Yeah. And so D- and Dave Aww. comes armed with three dad jokes every day. So Dave, I'm going to try my hardest. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to try until one of you laughs. Are you ready? Oh, oh rapid fire, <laughs> okay. rapid fire dad rapid jokes fire. for Big Dave. Go. Okay. Uh, how many apples grow on a tree? How many? All, all of them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. Did you hear the? Hey, did you hear the rumor about butter? No. I'm not going to spread it. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. All right. <laughs> Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? Why? It was too tired. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh you're getting there. You're you're like the warm-up. You're the warm-up for the main guy. Go ahead. Keep oh. going. Why, why did the invisible man turn down the job? Why? He couldn't see himself doing it. <laughs> Dave, no. you're laughing at yourself. Uh, no, he's, but, him, but Dave laughing makes me laugh. I know. This is how okay, he's going to okay. go, Dave, quick. Go. This, this is the final one, okay? Okay. Mm. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. What do you call a fake noodle? <laughs> An impasta. <laughs> okay. Oh, Anna. Like that one. Dave, Isn't you succeeded. <laughs> there it is. I like that Success. one. 17 jokes over four days. Anna left at one. <laughs> Finally. Wow. An impasta. Right. Anna, you've been an impasta all week. You've been an impasta all your life. <laughs> hey, listen to her. All right. You guys are impossible. Uh, 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 oh, no. See, you give him, a, you give him an inch. He <laughs> takes a mile. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Dave, have a happy Father's Day. I will. Thank you guys very much. All right. Thanks, Dave. Just the other week, tickets for comedian Matt Reif went on sale. He's going to be at uh, Andrew J. Brady. Yep. They sold out. I, they pretty much sold out before they even technically went on sale. It, it was like a was pre-sale not- sellout. It was crazy. Which, got to be honest with you, I'm about tired of pre-sale screwing everything up. I know. I'm like, like, let's just do a sale. Aside, or like set aside enough for people not in the pre-sale. That happened know. with Taylor. Taylor yeah. Swift, remember? It, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And now Matt Reif, he has sold out his, not just the Cincinnati show, but he has sold out his entire tour. It, and it just went on sale, what, a week ago? Was it last week? Let's let's answer this question that some people might have, and that is, who is Matt Reif? Yeah. And I think more, people that are fans of him or know who he is don't understand why people ask this, but I'm going to stand up for the people that don't know. They're like, okay. who is Matt Reif? The guy's like 27 years old. Yeah. He is a, a, a stand-up comedian, 
And the he's reason he's from Ohio. He's from Ohio, but the thing is, he's um just started to get a name for himself because of TikTok and social media because his videos have gone viral. Yeah. And part of the reason his videos have gone viral is because he interacts with the crowd a lot. Yeah. So he'll ask somebody in the crowd what their name is, what they do for a living, and then he plays off what they say. And all of a sudden, he's got like this little sideshow thing going on. Yeah. Those are the clips that go viral a lot. That's part one of why he's popular. Part two, he's a very attractive man. Yeah, he looks great. And, and <laughs> he looks very his, good. His tour photo... The photo to promote his tour? Yeah. He is he is shirtless. As he should be. And I'm yeah. like, that photo <laughs> yeah. alone might account for like 30% of the sales. I, I will say that I think his looks mixed with the fact he's funny. A funny hot guy? What Like, what else are we missing here? There's nothing, I just want to so. say, I feel like the looks play a big part because he's so new. He went from very unknown. Like, I saw an interview with him the other day where he says something like a year ago, he couldn't even sell out a place for like 50 tickets. Yeah. And now look at him. So I don't, I don't know if he, I don't know what the deal is, but the looks can't hurt. I've seen videos of him backstage with girls and girls running up, getting photos with them. Yeah, uh, he's, oh, he's so funny. He's just got it. And his sense of humor, like you said, he yeah. interacts with the crowd, but he's also very vulgar and he like makes fun of people. In, in a funny way. No, I get it. I think that's hilarious. Like, we just tried to look up a clip. Uh, we couldn't use uh, it. We couldn't even use it because he's he's cusses a lot. But It's um, kind of like me and Anna making fun. We don't curse. But, uh, like, I will unashamedly make fun of Anna on the radio. Yeah, but it, we mean it in a good way. We mean it in a good way, but it's like, at the same time, like... We're not afraid to go there, and yeah. he's not afraid to do it. So that who that is who Matt Reif is. He is a very funny person. If you want to go to the show, good luck. Because uh, <laughs> you can't, <laughs> yeah, unless you buy resale, which you can. That show will be in October, but all of his shows are sold out across the country. Crazy. I did want to go, but not that bad. Uh. <laughs> you ever go to purchase concert tickets? And by the end of the whole thing, the price of what you thought you were paying has raised like fifty dollars. You're like, well, hold on a second. I thought. These were $25 tickets. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. And, and that's the case with for a lot of people. So the president has officially uh, announced that now Ticketmaster, Live Nation, when you go online to purchase tickets, they will have to show you all of those fees up front. So if they're going to have like a convenience fee and an online fee and a whatever fee, you will see that right away. I tickets, $39. Convenience fee is $15. $10 here, you know what you're paying. So they're still throwing those junk fees in there, though. Like, that's one thing that didn't go away. But at least you know about the junk fee on the front end. I've exited out of purchasing a ticket before because I thought, like, oh, this is reasonably priced. I can yeah. afford that. And by the end of it, when I see what it will cost, I'm like, no way. I don't have that kind of money. I think for years, because I've known about this for a long time, that this has been a thing. So an example was a couple of months ago when John Chris played the Tap Theater Remember, you went with me super oh, yeah. last minute. Yeah. And I think tickets were some crazy number, like 25 bucks or something. And I was like, I know that's not what they're going to cost. Yeah. But they ended up being like uh, $45. Yeah. That should tell you a lot. But I kind of expected it. But I, I will tell you where I feel like they had solved this problem years ago is if you go to book an airline ticket, when you go to book it, like that's the price. Like you search for the flights yeah. and it says, that's the fee, even at the end. It's the same price it's that you originally It's the same price all throughout. And so that's kind of nice. Where where I've gotten burnt in the past is Airbnb, 
where yeah, they don't. That's another. I one. think they've changed this now, or they're going to change it. But they wouldn't throw all the cleaning fees and stuff in yeah. there. And you know, you'd be thinking you're going to stay at a place for a hundred bucks a night, but by the time you throw in cleaning fees and whatever, it was like a hundred and seventy a night. Like, which I would never. I, no, that's a significant difference than what you originally thought. I could stay at a hotel for that price. And I guess uh, President Biden, he's actually he's working to lower costs. For other things, like oh, like you call them junk fees. He's working those, to yeah. eliminate those in all aspects or to at least have them up front so that you know. I mean, if I know about the junk fee, it makes it a little easier. It's when I don't know about it and I spend all that time going through the process, filling out the form. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. Uh, the service fee is how much money? Yeah, exactly. I think I'll just stay home and be an introvert tonight. <laughs> I know. Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. Okay, well... Let's wrap up on the show on a positive note today with our emotion right. of the day. It's always good to check in with your feelings. That's what my therapist said. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. Think positively. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my emotion today. Well, I'll go first. And then Anna, as we look back on something from the day. For me, my emotion of the day is uh, I'm excited. What are you excited about? I am excited to figure out, to see how you figure out to use the word Worcestershire sauce. Which we're not even a, sure. Uh, is when we go on stage tonight, Lori Zerot has to bring Gary LaVox on stage. This is a little challenge that <sighs> I give Anna whenever we do stage announce for introductions. Anna has a little stage fright. Yeah. She admits it. And I said, you know what? Something that might help you a little bit is having a little task to do on stage. So I have gone out of my way every time we do this to give her a different word. Some of the prior words include... Um, uh, seepage. Se secrete. Oh, seepage. Secrete. Uh, the first one was dongle, mm -hmm. and tonight we've gone in a different direction with Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, thanks for that, because I, <laughs> I don't, don't even how... know how to pronounce it fully. Um, now you see why it's a good word. And Jesse has to say the word squelch, which he doesn't care about. It's like no problem for him. <laughs> I'm like, what's so? Who's ready for Gary LeBox, squelch? Let's squelch it. Yeah. Um, Who, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. Who's drinking beer tonight? All right, let's all squelch it. Three, two, one. Yeah. Give it back. <laughs> okay. Um, so my emotion is ex is one of excitement. Well, good for you. Um, mm -hmm. Your emotion actually leads me to my emotion, which is anxiety. Oh, fear. <laughs> Anxious fear. <laughs> and that is because I have to say the word worst Worcestershire, which oh, I can't even so pronounce. excited about this. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to throw that into a sentence at a concert. I don't know what that has to do with the concert. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about the meatloaf I made or something. Sure. Um, you know what I was thinking about earlier <laughs> when I was making meatloaf and I was getting ready to put the Worcestershire sauce in. Right at that moment, I realized I'm so excited to see Gary Lovox yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, well, anyway, like, enough about like, my meatloaf. People hold their beer up like, hell yeah. Yeah, girl. Give me some of that meatloaf. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.